guys welcome back to another episode of minty podcast so first we're going to do an anger assessment quiz and then we're going to have a discussion about how we deal with anger so should we start I'm very good at being quick to talk to someone who offends me so we can work out the issue. It sounds like Cindy. <laughs> She's very straight to the point. Um, I fly off the handle quickly and sometimes it takes me longer than I'd like to get over being angry. To be honest, I would, I would pick the third one. In yeah, I was going to say, I feel like I'm the third one as well. Mm. I end up being too petty in the moment and just end up dealing with it myself. But, like, I feel like I'm also the first one because I will talk to them straight away, but, like, I will still get angry at them, but I'll still resolve it. I don't know. It kind of depends. Like, when I get angry at someone, yeah, it depends on the situation, but I don't like bringing up the um the issue a lot. Sometimes I just leave it as it is and kind of, like, just move on with my life. There are rarely ever times where I, like, confront the person and, like, you know, make a big argument about it. About it but I think that's just how I um deal with like problems like that and when I get angry I tend to keep it internally like rather than getting angry I get sad over it yeah. why would you say you do that I don't know it, I think it's a like a coping mechanism I really? don't yeah I don't like getting angry a lot and when I do it's usually it's usually me like reflecting on myself and I a lot of it, like, I blame me for. I don't know. I'm, like, the complete, like, I would much rather be angry than be sad about something. Like, I feel like I'm more, um, I'm more able to express myself and, like, stand my ground when I'm angry rather than when I'm sad about a situation. So it's just crazy that, like, yours mm-hmm. is the other way around. Yeah, like, I think I control sadness better than I control anger. And when I'm angry, I just, I don't know how to express it. When I get angry, I usually give the other person um, silent treatment. So I just, I've, I've never like raised my voice or like, you know, physically or like emotionally like express it. So like angry, I don't know. But do you feel like you, it's still like, even though you don't act like you're angry, do you still feel like yeah, you're yeah, angry yeah. situation? There, yeah, yeah. There are times where people do make me angry. It's just like, oh, you make me annoyed. But I just, I just can't be bothered. <laughs> Um, continue with the like problem if it's kind of depends who you are as well if I truly care about you like if you if you play if you continue to play a big part of my life then I would tell you like I'll confront and not confront you but like kind of bring it up so that we can discuss it so for future we the problem doesn't arise again but if if we're angry at each other and we're not that close friends and just like I'll just leave it as it is so then we can just move on with our lives (laughs) sounds somewhat avoidant it's very like it's like selective avoidant yeah that's understandable I if I do care about you I don't think I can get angry at you I truly don't even if anything happens I always stand at a like a subject I mean an objective point of view I approach everything objectively so I can easily put my emotions out and just talk to you I wish that sounds like nice (laughs) imagine being practical (laughs) imagine not letting your emotions control you yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't relate. <laughs> We're fucked, Glee. We're fucked. <laughs> this, this wasn't always me. Like, definitely my relationship with V has very like taught me a lot. Like previously, I've I was like petty and like I I when I got angry, I raised my voice a lot. I would I don't know. I was just basically out of control, right? V is such a calm, collected person. I think I just, I looked at her and I was just like, how are you so calm in these situations? And through her, I just learned how to, you can be much more productive when you're calm. Like when you don't let emotions get the best of you. I chose my answer. Okay, next Yeah, I chose it before. That's why I occasionally feel regret about how I express my anger. I simply let bygones be bygones or I find it very hard to forgive someone who has done me wrong. I feel like I, although I can hold a grudge, like I always try to see situations from both sides. Like I'm not just going to be like, 
this person did this to me and it's so horrible and I hate them for life. Like, it's like, this person did it to me. This is why they did it. It's not really an excuse, but like, I understand why they did it. And I don't know, I wouldn't say I would let bygones be bygones because like, if you disrespect me, I'm not going to be sucking up to you, you know? Like, but I do occasionally feel regret about how I express my anger. Like, sometimes I let it get the better of me. Sometimes I let, like, it stops me from really understanding both sides. Like, it just, sometimes I get tunnel vision, you know, and it's like, this is why I'm doing it. This is the only way that's right. Like, da 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 But that's only in some situations. So I'd say the first one. Because I can definitely still forgive someone even though they've done me wrong. Yeah, I feel like this three is a bit tough because you don't, like, I don't know about you two, but I don't fully see myself in a certain category out of these three. But, like, I definitely feel that the third one, um, I find it very hard to forgive someone who has done me wrong. I don't like the idea of holding something against someone for your whole life. Like, why would you keep yourself in the past, you know? Like, there's bound to be stuff that happens, but it's better for you to just move on. And, like, okay, it's fair enough if, like, what they did to you was, like, unacceptable. Like, you you don't think you can ever become friends with them again or something like that. But it's better to just put to a side and, like, just be like, you know, if, if that's what happened, then there was a reason why it happened, you know. Same thing with the second one. Like, especially if it's something that they did to you, like, I don't... Same thing with the whole concept of it happened for a reason. Like, you shouldn't just let go of it, you know? Like, if it happened, then it happened. Like, it's meant to be happening to teach you something. So I don't fully understand the concept of just letting shit go. Am I contradicting myself here? I feel like I'm contradicting myself a little bit. But, um, you know, like, if things are meant to happen, then they're meant to happen. Fair enough if you hold a grudge, but you shouldn't let it disrupt the way you decide to live your life. I think now which one disguises me the most... The first one, um, I occasionally feel regret um, when I um, about how I express my anger. I don't. I don't think I do because I don't usually um, express my anger outwardly anymore. Um, for the third one, I find it very hard to forgive someone who has done me wrong. If you've done me wrong in the past, I tend to forget it. There was this one time my my best friend from primary school messaged me. She, for some reason, reached out to me after like six years. She sent me a huge um, paragraph apologizing about the things that she did in like when we were back in school together and honestly I don't even remember like what she did because I just forgot about it and I only held on to like the good memories if you've done me wrong in the past like I truly can't remember past like this year I can't remember what like um bad things that people have done um to me and if you've truly done something so bad to the point where like it truly like disrespected me. I just like simply leave you out of my life. So I truly um, agree with the second one in a similar way that Kathy said it. But if you've like everything does happen for a reason. But I think my mindset is if you've done something bad to me, then you just don't belong in my life. Like I, I don't care what you've done. And if you if you come into my life and ask for forgiveness and you want to start over, then it's fine. But like if you still feel the same way, I just let you be and cut you out of my life. I feel like like on that topic, um, you know how people say f- forgive but don't forget. Mm-hmm. I feel like especially if you're going to let someone back into your life who has done you wrong, like to the point where you feel like they don't belong in your life anymore. I feel like just because they apologize and and say that they want to start some like they want to start over that doesn't necessarily mean that they've changed their ways or that they've become a better person or they won't do you wrong the way they did you wrong before like things happen for a reason 100% agree so I just feel like like I can forgive you but I will never forget well, well like it's not like I make a mental note of every single thing like everyone has done to me ever in my life like like Cindy I do forget like what people do and sometimes when they apologize I'm like oh I don't remember that you did that when did you do that yeah but at the same time if someone's done me so wrong to the point where I leave them out of my life like it's not like I'm gonna forget what they did and it's not like I 
like I, I can forgive them but it's also not going to be so easy for me to be like oh my gosh yeah you want to be best friends again sure like I forgive you 100% yeah you know? when I let them back into my life you will always maintain that distance obviously it would take time to build that relationship or connection again but if they would truly do want to put um like be in your life they will put in the effort that's yeah. why that's why I would let them be in my life but if if you choose not to then let's just leave it at that you know what I mean yeah 100% agree little things don't bother me very much I wish I had some better strategies or ideas for taking care of the anger I feel I take frustration so badly that I can't put it out of my mind I don't agree with any of them I feel like out of the three the second one is probably the only one that I can actually apply myself to yeah Because there are times where, like, you know when shit just bottles up and then you, like, it's not that you don't have control, but you just let things get out of hand because, like, it's so pent up. And then you end up just, like, you've already done what you said you wouldn't do and you end up just, like, having more tension put onto you from the regrets of actually doing it. And it it doesn't happen often for me, but sometimes I would let – the, my anger get the better of me and I would let out more than I would necessarily need to solve uh, an, an issue at the time and it's just when you've done it and then you realize shit maybe, maybe that wasn't the right move and yeah like I, I want to be able to learn how to resolve like problems in the moment better mm. is what I have I think I need some character development so I feel like there's always room for improvement mm. like out of all the three of them I feel like the second one is the most plausible for this um for the third one i take a frustration so badly that i can't put it out of my mind when you feel angry how long does it take for you to like calm down again it depends what happened Mm. like if it's something very bad or something that really like got me angry i'd say after i feel like the issue is resolved however long that may take is when like i'll start to you know simmer down but also I feel like I'm only ever angry like when I'm trying to resolve situations I'm only angry in the beginning or when I feel like someone's lying to me or trying to like twist their words or twist my words or like say things that didn't happen that's when I get angry it's not like the situation itself it's like how I'm being portrayed or how they're portraying themselves that that annoys me but like that's usually just in the beginning you know And then as it keeps going, I kind of get tired of it. (laughs) Like there have been arguments where I'm in the argument, I get heated in the beginning and then I just get bored. Like I get tired, they just keep lying, they just keep saying things that didn't happen and I just get tired, I get bored and I just leave it. So next one. I've been so angry at times I couldn't even remember some of the things I said or did. I consistently find appropriate outlets for my anger and I'm usually able to figure out what it is that makes me angry. I feel like to figure out what makes you angry, like it, there's a lot of factors that play into it, like how much time you're given or like at what point in time you're actually like figuring out what's made you angry. Because if it's like at that point in time, then it's easy to make irrational decisions, you know? Like, if you give it some time and possibly even after you've resolved the problem, only then do you realise what's actually made you angry. Has anyone experienced the first one? I've been so angry at times I couldn't remember the things I said or did. I don't think so. I don't think so. Like, yeah, neither. And I just, like, wonder... I just don't understand how you don't remember some of the things you did or said, especially when you're angry. Because you know how you make connections with emotions? Like, that's, like, one of the easiest ways to make connections. And it's just, if in the moment you have so many emotions going on, how could you possibly forget what you did or say, said? I feel like the emotions that are associated with memory is different. In the time when you feel frustration, you kind of don't remember that much. And for when you feel angry, right, your brain is more likely to manu- manipulate the situation more. You you paint a, a worse picture on the other person and you think that what you're doing is correct because in your head, all of it is like rational, but outwardly, like maybe the whole 
like situation is irrational I don't know I don't know how to describe it. You know what I mean? Um, I don't generally like being angry with others. I have said malicious things about others to get back at them when I'm angry. I rarely, if ever, raise my voice in anger. I have said malicious things to others when I'm angry. It feels good too. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've seen this happen before. The thing with Cindy and I is when we're frustrated or when we're angry, we don't turn to the end where we just spout like random like just incriminating terms or saying shit about them right we become so like political and so like big words in texts and like we set stuff out like what we want to say so for the second one to happen like I don't know about Cindy but I need to be extremely angry to get to that point of saying malicious things about others I don't think I've ever gotten to that point if anything just probably once but that's in the past wow really yeah I don't that's the thing like I'm more of a I don't like when I'm angry I just let it stay inside like I'm angry and I'm I only put it onto myself I, I I really like I don't it's when I'm sad that's when it's like spewing everywhere like it just drips out of me yeah, <laughs> but when I'm angry that. I can't let that anger out it's so crazy that you like both of your defense mechanisms are like sad not defense mechanisms but like you would like you revert to sadness rather than anger like it just baffles me I'm so much more productive when I'm angry I feel like and like I can say what I need to say get things done when I'm angry like when I'm sad I really feel like maybe it's because like I don't know maybe it's because like I don't like being sad like I would never want to be known as like oh Gliana the sad bitch you know like the one who's always sad no offense to anyone who is I know I know that's how like people are like Different people deal with things differently, obviously, as we can see in this podcast. But, like, I just, I would much rather be seen as happy or angry. Like, never Mm. sad, you know? So I just feel like that's why I I avoid being sad and I feel like I'm more productive when I'm angry. Mm. (laughs) I'm not really that productive, but, like, more than if I was sad. You know, I, I definitely agree that you're much more productive when you're angry because you just want to get rid of the anger. Like, in that moment, you just want to get it done. The thing about sadness or just like being uh, yeah, sadness, it's just there's no quick solution to that. And like maybe maybe it's better to be angry, you know, like maybe it's better to adapt that type of personality. But I think I'm just not used to being angry. Uh, it just doesn't feel right. For me, I like I said before, I can't convey across anger productively. I just don't know how to. I don't think I've ever experienced someone, like, even with my parents, they don't usually get angry. They're very understanding. So through that, I've learned that you don't need anger to resolve problems. But I've never been able to express that anger other than sadness. I feel like I've just learned to revert all that anger into sadness and I find it more productive when I'm like crying like to let out anger because it's like it's me alone time and I can just do it I don't like when I get people other people involved in like the whole situation you know what I mean so I think that's why like I've learned to just um move into sadness for that (laughs) Why do we sound so sad, Cindy? What? No, no, it's not sad. I feel we like sound... I feel like crying for me is so freaking like productive. After that, I'm just like, okay, I'm done. Like I'll just move on with my life. But after I cry, like I reflect on everything because I'm just still in that like moment. I'm still like reflecting on like the whole situation and stuff. And I just learn how to move on with my life. No, that's 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 good. Like you should be able to have moments where you just pour everything out. Like, Mm. it's not good to just let stuff build on and, like, eventually you're going to get to a point where you just can't do it anymore Mm. and it'll it'll only make things worse for you. So whatever way you resolve it, whether it be through Sydney and I, like... We like we cry our our, our hearts out and we just go into caught kill into a ball of sadness in our bed, or you know be productive and like just lash out. <laughs> no, not lash out, but you know you can use anger because like 
there are like in moments of anger you let everything out and you solve it in that point in time I feel like when I'm angry though I'm still calculated like I'm not just gonna say everything that like makes me mad it's like I don't know when I'm angry I still I still like know what needs to be said you know (laughs) I still have my boundaries (laughs) like like you know when people say that they get so angry like they're like I'm sorry I said that to you it was just in the heat of the moment I was really angry like I don't think that I have ever said anything without thinking of the consequence even when I was angry so like if I say something to offend you I knew that it would offend you but I just still said it you know (laughs) I don't think I've ever said sorry to anyone for saying and if I have like tell me but like I don't think I have because I still I don't know yeah and also by what you say in that moment yeah yeah. because it's not like I'm blinded with rage like even if I'm angry like there's like a little part of me that still uses her brain you know Mm. but like with resorting to anger it's still exhausting and draining and like you still need to well for me like once in a while I still cry like not cry about it but like you you know when it's like built up everything's built up and then I feel like crying is like my final release and then that's like then then it's over then it's done Mm. like I completely agree with the first one. I don't generally like being angry with others because like you said, it takes so much freaking effort. When you're arguing in the moment, like, rah, I just cannot be bothered. I don't want... Most of the time when people argue and when they're angry, they're so irrational. They're not listening to the other person anyways. Like, it's so counterproductive. So that's why I I hate being in arguments. I hate... um continuously fighting over the same problem because the other person just doesn't listen either way I think that's what I've got through like my past so I'm just like um if I know that you won't listen to me then I'll just leave it yeah I I completely like that's yeah so absolutely true because you get to a point where and I know with my personality I tend to just dwell on the same words or same messages they're saying like over and over again and just I end up going back even though it's already done and it's just like if you end it on a note where you know like hey no there's not much else you could do or it's like mutually okay on both ends then it just takes so much relief off your shoulders and you Mm. don't have to worry about it you can go on with your day and that that's the thing like there are pros and cons to how you, I guess, resolve it. But as long as it's done, you know, like the longer you take, the more it's just going to build up and just waste more of your time and energy. Mm. Okay, next question. Though it doesn't always happen, I usually recognize when I'm angry. I have control over how I express my anger in the vast majority of situations. I often break things when I'm angry. That last one, that last one's PTSD again. Sorry. Okay. Anyways, yeah, well, I, I've had my fair share of people just throwing tantrums when they're angry. He was absolute pain. And I don't, I feel like it's so unproductive. Like, why do you need to break stuff when you're angry? Like, you're not going to get anything out of it. If anything, you're going to break stuff. And then once your problem has been resolved, you're going to look back at it and you realize that's just remnants of your anger. That's a literal display of how, like, you can't control your anger. And I feel like that would make me feel so, like, incompetent is heavy, but, like, it would make me feel so, like, damn, I wasn't able to do that, even though I know I'm capable of being mature and resolving things, you know, in, like, an appropriate manner. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's so unreasonable to break stuff or, like, damage stuff when you're angry. Yeah. So that's definitely out of the picture. Yeah. But also sometimes I feel like it's like a feeling. Anger is a feeling that runs through your body. And like when someone tries to control their anger or like don't have the facilities to control their anger and it like coursing through their literal veins, (laughs) they sometimes it just like explodes. I'm not saying I ever broke anything, but like I understand how it can get to that point, you know, like especially if you don't know what's making you angry and then it's just like things are building up and I can definitely understand how it gets to that point but also it is a lack of control yeah like I I, maybe maybe that's why people created those like the break rooms like the smash room get rid of everything that's pent up in one go 
and then just leave it. Like if I would ever put myself into a situation like that, I would smash all the stuff in there that I could possibly damage and then just not look at it and just leave. Because I can't bear myself looking at the stuff that I damaged because like I said before, it's a literal sign that you lose control. I don't think I would ever reach the point where I like freaking punch through the wall or um or like damage stuff even if I had like the choice to I would rather just like sit down cry it all out and then move on even this is like this is the point where like my max anger like I would still revert it into sadness and cry it all out like at night sleep it off move on I I don't know. I could never. I don't think I have the like ability to be so angry that I start damaging stuff or like revert it into like physical force. I could never. I, I wouldn't like I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I, I've seen my fair share of that type of anger and it's it just scary. It, it's yeah, it's so it's so scary, especially when you're a bystander, because you don't know what to do. Like you don't know if you should jump in, like what the fuck are you supposed to do in a situation like that? And it just it's not something that can be rid of easily. If anything, it's an attitude that just gradually grows. Mm. And it will only get more intense over time. For me, it is like one of my major big flags like for relationship friendship or whatever if you deal with anger in that way i just don't want to be around you i find that behavior so freaking scary it's definitely scary like even if the anger or the damage isn't intended or inflicted on you like Mm -hmm. just experiencing it or like being in its proximity is very very scary but i can still understand where it's coming from it doesn't take away from the fact that it's scary (laughs) yeah 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 okay next after getting angry i'm still able to act lovingly towards those around me i sometimes feel like arguments with my loved ones just lead to more arguments and difficulties my anger tends to come out suddenly in strong bursts that often appear uncontrollable to others around me that first one is so it's so strange (laughs) I don't understand that. No, you know, like, it... do you just, and you're completely <laughs> like opposite, you know? I thought, like, I would only agree with it if those around me, um, it's like different people who I didn't have the argument with. But if it's with the same person, like, after getting angry at them and also acting lovingly after that, I don't agree with it. Mm. Actually, no, it like, depends. It depends how resolved the situation is. Like, if me and you have an argument, and I was very, very angry, but then we resolved it and it took some time, then, like, I can still act lovingly towards you because yeah. it's resolved, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, the, like, uh, but, like, you argued, <laughs> you know? Like, you, I would you argued. Take it, it take it in, like, a family way. If you were angry at your parents or angry, or in my case, with my siblings, like, can you still act lovingly towards them? Yes. But if it's someone I don't care about and I get angry at you, can I still act lovingly around you? <laughs> so, but still, I because like- other, the other three, I mean, the other two, I don't agree with. Mm. So I'll just pick that. But also, like, I do, wh- when my parents and I, like, argue, I resent them for a little bit. Not resent them, but, like, I'm, like, You're petty. Yeah. I'm petty. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I'm, oh. like, yeah. Like, yeah yeah like for example my mom and I would probably like especially when I'm stressed or like on my period (laughs) I would just lash out and then like I I immediately like retreat but then I still like show like my petty war it's just like we literally just exchanged like anger to each other and I like we we still go on like we move on and go on with our days but I put up a pretty petty wall and it's just like unless I have something that I know that I should be talking to her about I kind of just put the wall down temporarily just exchange to her what I need to say and then put the wall back up but like it's like because my mom and I are close at the end of the day you still love each other so it's like hey it's whatever that that argument was dumb like I shouldn't do that but yes I admit that I 
can't show acts of love like straight away after any argument. And if I can't even do it with my, my own mum, then I don't think I can do it with anyone else. If anything, it's worse with other people. But like when my parents and I argue, like I'm so petty, like exactly what Kathy said. I will only talk to them when I need to talk to them. And actually it annoys me. It, it annoys me when they come back to my room and they're like, acting like everything nothing happened like hi how are you like do you want some food i'm like sure i like, didn't we just didn't we just like <laughs> i can oh see that just happened i can't do it yep yep when i'm um, like uh, i have an argument with my mom like i just go to my room i just like cry it out and she would just come into my room she's just, she's i don't know like Glee, you say that you don't like that, but like I like it when my mom does it. Like she, she's just so cute. She's like, oh, like I just wanted the best for you, blah blah blah. And like she just like sits there and she, like she just like hugs me, and then like I just like cry it out, and then we just move on. <laughs> Maybe it's because I don't like being sad, so I don't cry. I don't know if yeah, Kathy yeah. cries she fights with her family, but like. I do not like crying. So then when they come in to console me when I'm mad, like, I don't need to cry. Okay, yeah, I understand that. What? Yeah, I I could never cry if I'm not home alone. Or at least, like, I can't cry if... My family's home. <laughs> if, my, if my mom's, like, outside and they can hear me. I cannot do that. Because they come in. And that's what? when I'm most vulnerable. And I need this moment to myself, like, to just... And, like, this has happened <laughs> in the past where, for example, like, breakups, you know, like, you just want time alone. But then, like, you know, like, I got home, went straight to the fucking bathroom, turned the shower on, and just cry, right? And then the moment you finish with your shower, snap, clean slate, you put on a face, and it's nothing like that anymore. Like, you mm. go on like it's a normal day. Period. And that's, like, not to say that I'm not close with my parents. Like, I'm pretty close with my parents. Yeah. It's just you need to show, like, when you, like, I don't want to be entirely, entirely, entirely vulnerable to them. Like, mm. I don't know. I just don't like that feeling. There are like, times. I like showing them that I'm strong. Like, maybe because, like, you know, we're, we're such social people and, like, uh, maybe not Sandy, but Gliana and I, we're such big extroverts, <laughs> you know? Like, like maybe because it comes from an extrovert point of view, like, I don't like to show to people that I have that side of me. That's why I was saying, yeah. like, it was so We went through shit, bro. <laughs> That's why I was so shocked when you said that you would rather be sad than angry or, like, you know? Like, when I said, I don't want to be portrayed as a sad bitch. Like... That's why, like, I don't like people to think I cry about everything and, like, everything gets to me, you know? And honestly, things don't really get to me that much. So that's why it's even worse if, like, I'm crying about something and then everyone in the world knows, like... I think the main reason why I end up going back to sadness is because I've never had a good experience of being able to control my anger. Or at least, like, in moments of anger, I don't think I... Because I'm very bad at controlling it or at least assessing what I should be doing in that time and at that point in time. So maybe that's why I end up resorting back to sadness because that's when I know I can be alone. Yeah, like obviously there are times that I want to be alone, but for family, I want to maintain that um, good relationship. And especially with my parents and my siblings, I don't want to stay petty at them because essentially like we are still family so I just want to get it like after I finish crying like you're there for me and like you know with friends like that's different if if I'm crying leave me the fuck alone <laughs> like let me have my alone time I don't want people to like are you okay why are you crying <laughs> shut the fuck up let me cry let me cry let me cry please go away just go away please please yes you don't need to see me. Uh, me not responding to that did not mean that I enjoy the attention. Yeah, I don't enjoy the attention as well. You two were just like, disgusting. And I kind of just sat there and I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> if I'm crying, fuck off. Let me cry. <laughs> mm, I just keep it to myself when I'm angry. I am quick to forgive others who have offended me. I'm usually able to resolve arguments with other people. I think they all. First one, I think. Yeah, I think. I- more of the first one damn you keep anger I, to yeah. yourself. I keep like, it to what? myself <laughs> keep your anger to yourself 
don't be angry at me. <laughs> I don't allow anger. <laughs> Why are we like this, please? After an argument, I often find myself wishing I had the thought of a better way to respond. People tend to think I overreact when I'm angry. I work hard to have all the facts before acting on my anger. I work hard to have all my facts before acting anger but sometimes I don't have all my facts and I'm just too angry so I just stay angry so I don't really think I can fully agree with that one but I do try to because like I'm not gonna stick my neck out or put my head on the line and like be wrong you know (laughs) like how fucking embarrassing can you imagine I'm so mad at you because you did this and you did this and then like at the end of the day they didn't even do what they said they did like you don't have solid evidence like I I would never yeah, I I I actually picked the first one for that one, but yeah, I picked the yeah. third one. <laughs> okay, my results. <laughs> What's your result? Anyways, mine said. Okay, show us three, two, one. Show us yours thing. Three, two, one. Oh my god! We're all the same. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I thought it would be so much worse. Your results are indicative of someone who likely handles your anger well in many situations. But there are still times when your anger is handling you. Recognize the areas where you are doing well in handling your anger, but also be cautious that your anger is not getting out of hand in other ways. Yeah. That sounds very much like us. I think like I think there is obviously better ways to handle anger. And um when I say that I revert anger into sadness, obviously not all of the time it's productive because you end up after a while you obviously you end up bottling a lot of it to yourself and I think I've learned to most of the time move on but it's as easier said than done we have learned that we manage anger differently and that we are still pretty like we're still, we're still working we have room we're still pretty for, reasonable uh, oh yeah I feel like the whole idea about anger management, it's very personalized to your characteristics and to your personality. You know, like as much as Gliana said that I, she was surprised that I resort to sadness, like, you know, there's different ways to how you deal with your anger. And I mean, at the end of the day, as long as you're happy with the outcome that you've gotten, then I think that's what matters most. Can you guys describe the processes after you you get angry? Just think about the last time you've been really angry, okay? First of all, I hear it, right? And I'm like, oh, anger, madness, annoying, oh, rage. And then, but I keep it to myself. I keep it to myself and then I find out. I hear both sides of the story. I find out what happened and then I see who's lying. Um, I try to, you know, try to put together a case, trying to find the evidence, the receipts, the facts. And then I confront who I think is lying. And then just so that I can get a clearer side, clearer version of their story. It's nothing like you did this and you're a horrible person because you did this. It's just like, okay, so what happened? Like, tell me what you think. There might be some choice. Get your facts straight. Yeah. Yep, yep. There might be some um, name calling, some rudeness, but you know, malicious comments. Malicious comments. They're all part of the process. And then when I feel like it's resolved, then it's resolved. Um, For me, when I get angry, I tend to rant. Like, (laughs) why are you laughing? (laughs) She's she's like, (laughs) because the moment you said rant, I was like, I feel like. I'm a very good example of the recipient of your rants. Yeah, facts. <laughs> I love Cindy's rants. They're the best. She literally so... doesn't know where. It's like a head not. Trying to chase like... it. <laughs> it's like, it's like, where is it going? It's like, it's like, and then this happened and that happened. Oh, did I tell you this happened? And then this happened and then she said this. <laughs> I forgot this part. This part. This. This. The most. Oh, and then last week she said this about this person, and it now makes sense. <laughs> But Your I'm text like very... is just like yeah. <laughs> But there's only like a handful of people 
who really like knows my side. You know what I mean? Like when I get angry, sometimes there are times where I can't bottle it up. Like if you um if you start shit with me, obviously I need to like tell someone about my like my whole situation, right? So there's like a handful of people that I do tell that's um first of all initially it's just ranting. I don't say anything to the other person. I kind of just wait and see like where the situation is going unless i really know it's time to like confront them or like to actually like take action you know what i mean uh, but um other than that i don't usually take action i'll just like leave it i'll leave it um i get to the point where i'm like kind of annoyed um but then i'll have a conversation with that person i think like i'll just like sit them down have a conversation and most of the time depending on who you are i'll just have like a discussion and mm, try to like keep it civil like usually when i do have these conversations i i really do stand in an objective point of view like i'm really not like that emotional like i don't raise my voice um and i try to understand like the other person's point of view as well you know a civil conversation and then afterwards i would usually depending on how it is i'll just like move on with my life or but most of the time it would result in crying like i'll go back <laughs> I'll, I'll like reflect because I hate it um I hate moments like that because it takes it really does take a toll on me um because it takes a lot of effort and emotions out of me and I do feel like shitty afterwards so regardless I'll still go back home I'll cry it out and then I move on I don't I I think after that like I don't get petty I don't bring it back. I I truly and honestly just move on. I can't be bothered. That's, After, that's good. Yeah. And I feel like, like I said before, I mean, as long as the problem's solved, fine. And I think, like, it's the same thing with me, like, with Cindy. Like, in the moment, I try to keep my cool and I don't do anything to the person or, or like, whatever happened in the situation. I don't directly go to the person yet. And I just what's the word i consult in someone else that's the word oh, i consult yeah. in like a close friend first and i just like cindy said i just rant i just let ham go out whatever comes out of my mouth it just comes out like it'll you should know like my th- thought process in that point in time and this is like evidence to show that i can't confront someone right in that moment because i can't I really put my thoughts out straight you know and i can't deliver way that I'm thinking it because in that time like everything is going to be distorted you know so at the point in time I will consult my best friend and I'll just pour if I want to cry I will cry in that moment it'll happen I get home and if it gets to a point where it's constantly on my mind and it's bothering me to the extent where I can't actually go on with my day without thinking about it that's when I I I, I hit them with a subtle text or like hey you're free let's chat or walk up to them as you know I'll you know be like hey you know like I've heard something some stuff stuff's been going on you know just wanted to clear some shit up and like clean slate on both ends and that's only happening if it gets to a point where it's bothering me and it's stopping me from going on with my day or my Mm -hmm. life but I rarely get to that stage as well I feel like um when I do rant you bring up a good point that you in the moment are irrational and you don't you just like say whatever it's just like your whole thought process like freaking blurged into like text texting and stuff and I feel like with me I do feel bad when I start like if I was if I was directly um, angry at that person. Because I know that if if you made me angry at that moment and, like, uh, they were right there, I would always try to avoid talking to them immediately because at that moment, obviously, I'm trying to still process, like, the whole situation and stuff. And that whole ranting process is just for me to, like, put everything down and, like, clear my thoughts. Like, after going, like, oh, my God, this whole fucking situation is so annoying, blah, 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 blah. It kind of clears your head. You're just like, okay, now this is what I, I truly want to say to them. Not all of this, like, you know, fluff. Ramble and... Yeah, yeah. exactly. Waffling. And I do and I do feel bad if I make someone feel bad. Like, I do regret it. That's why I don't usually, um, like, display anger in front of them. I think when you guys, like, write to your best, like, to your friends about the situation, 
I'm collecting facts, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to like, and, and me talking to other people and trying to figure out what happened is kind of like my ranting, you know, cause obviously I'm not going to, I can't do it by myself. Like I'm not going to find everything and piece things together by myself. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's me collecting my thoughts and not necessarily like confiding in my best friends like as in like oh I feel so sad about this or like this just happened it's just like help me do this and help me figure out what happened and then and then I take action and then I rant about it you know yeah like I think that is still a healthy way to like go about anger it's just I don't take it that way I think I used to yeah I don't do it anymore though I think it changed I like to take action and just fix things straight away when they happen you know get it over and done with like that that that's happening when like these problems are like drastic right like they're they're the issues that you believe like you can't slide with that's why you put everything into action immediately mm-hmm. okay. but if it's small things that make me angry i just don't do anything yeah i think that's the same for me don't you find it so annoying when they're saying something about you but they don't understand what the fuck you're going through or they have no form of context and then they just go blabber stuff like you don't see it from my perspective so why are you saying stuff about me that you like other people read it and they're just like that's so unreasonable yet they still go on and blabber about you and don't understand your your own problems or your own issues you're going through that's very like true but at the same time i feel like especially when other people are involved you have to go in with a mindset that not everyone is going to understand like what you've been through where you're coming from like you just gotta like do what you gotta do you know and I I don't know like if people don't understand where I'm coming from that's not on me you know like of course you don't want to like be portrayed in a certain way but if people like you're a different character in everyone's book so like (laughs) if they portray you if they portray you in a certain way that doesn't align with how you portray yourself like I don't know that's their problem that's not your problem Mm. you guys Um, say that I, I I struggle with the whole image thing Mm. I hate it I just, and it's like it shouldn't be something that affects me but it still does that's like me too like you're you're already at a stage where you should learn that like people are gonna end up saying shit about you anyways like there there's bound to be people that are jealous or there are bound to people that just don't get it you know like they they don't see it from your perspective so there there's always going to be some form of disrespect about you going around but like I feel like yeah i I should be at a point where I don't let it affect me and the way I think. But it, it, it gets to me still. That's completely And I fine. think that's just, yeah, I think that's just human. Um, with that, how do you react to rumours about yourself? Like negative rumours about yourself? It depends how extreme it is. Like if it's completely out of the ballpark. Actually, I don't know. Like I'll definitely comment on it. Like if it's really bad, I'll be like, no that I like I never did that I never said that but I won't go to the lengths to like post about it or like tell every single person like did you hear this about me well if you heard this about me like it's wrong you know but like I will definitely go to like my closest friends and yeah or the person and the my person closest that friend. spread the rumors yeah yeah and be like hey you know this isn't it but then yeah I don't really take it much further I just get my side out and then whatever happens happens I agree. Like, if there are people that do end up believing those rumors, then they don't deserve to be a part of my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they if they genuinely did care, they would go to you and they'd be like, "Is this true? Like, what's happening?" They would check up on you. You know. But if they if they were just a bystander and chose to just like, believe in these rumors, then that's what they chose. Then okay, sure. There was this one time that um, something big happened and. Like, it was a rumor about me. I felt the need to post to, like, prove or kind of, like, clear the air to everyone. But now, when there's rumors about me, I have the mindset that everyone in my life who matters already know- already knows the truth. So it doesn't matter about, like, what other people think. So I think, yeah, like, I, I took on, like, your mindsets and... If um, if they truly care about me, they will come up to me and try to seek the truth. And if they don't, like, it, it ain't matter. worth it. Yeah. Um, when you get angry, rate 
your communication skills with the other person. So if you get angry, out of 10, how would you rate your communication skills? One as being like freaking terrible, 10 as being like the best of the best, like resolve instantly. I think seven. I try to stay quiet, like, and like really immerse myself in my anger, you know? <laughs> but I don't know, I just can't keep it to myself. Like if something happened, I have to be like, that was really annoying. Like, why did you do that? I would give myself a four. I was gonna say the same. I, I don't do well in the moment. I was not even in the moment. I don't communicate well when I'm angry or sad, period. I usually just give the silent treatment. I feel like I've developed a habit. If something happens, I tend to keep it to myself. That's why I would rate it so low. I'm, I would rate it like a four as well, mainly because when you're in person, that's when you should be setting out exactly what you want to say. But then I don't do that in person, but rather I do that through text. So I'm like setting out exactly what I want to say to them and they don't they don't have the chance to actually perceive it as how i wanted to you know like actually present it and it's just like it's in those moments where you realize like, well i realize that my way of dealing with my anger is, is backwards it's not <laughs> not the productive way and it's just like that's why i give myself a four mm. i don't do well in anger i do better when i'm sad it's more somber like it's not Rapid fire. Yeah. I like rapid fire. <laughs> um, final thing I wanted to ask is, do you guys usually feel regret after being angry? I always, like, you know when you have an argument with someone and then you go back and you're like, damn, I should have said this. Like, I always have those thoughts, but it's never like, damn, I wish I didn't say this. It's like, damn, I wish I said this or I should have said this, you know? I agree. <laughs> like, yeah, you have more time to think about it when, when you go back. But in terms of, like, anger in the moment, I, I probably don't regret stuff because, like I said before, I believe things happen for a reason. They're probably, like, the very first time in my life that I was ever angry at someone. Probably a lot of regrets out of that one, but ever since you learn how you present your anger or how you deal with your anger so i feel like i probably don't regret the way i act same i agree i agree with that with that being said that's it for this episode of minty podcast make sure to like and subscribe to our channel and we also have an instagram a tiktok and a spotify account so if you're on the go and you want to listen to our podcast we are available on spotify for you and give this video a big thumbs up <laughs> Yay! Yay!